comes in like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, The Revelation Gifts. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. Those some of you believers, y'all don't want to have nothing to do with other believers. Huh? You need to stay in the mainstream. We got to go through this thing together. Elijah separated himself. Those of you that know the word of God, that walk in truth, why do you separate yourself from those that are carnal? They're the ones you need to be talking to. If you're so spiritual, help them. Unless you're scared what you got ain't real. <laughs> Elijah had gotten out of the mainstream. That's why he thought he was the only one left. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people think, I used to think that myself. I was, Lord, I'm the only one preaching the truth. Dumb head. No, you ain't. <laughs> Verse 15. And the Lord said unto him, Go return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when thou comest, Anoint Hazael to be king over Syria. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, thou shalt anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shapheth, of Abel Meholah, shalt thou anoint to be prophet in thy stead. And it shall come to pass that him that escapeth the sword of Hazael shall Jehu slay. And him that escapeth from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha slay. Yet I have left me, word of knowledge, 7,000 in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed unto Baal, and every mouth which have not kissed him. Word of knowledge. The Lord says, you ain't the only one. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Don't, some of you that's going through trials this morning, the Lord is saying the same thing to you. You're not the only one. You may feel all alone, but the Lord is telling you right now, you're not the only one. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver him out of them all. You're not the only one. That's a word of knowledge. I just told y'all don't do that, but that's what they was. <laughs> it speaks 
into the past. You ain't the only one that's, that's between jobs. You're not the only one that's been wounded <laughs> by the hands of your best friends. You're not the only one that's been lied on, talked about, castigated. Lord said, I got a whole lot of other folk been treated a whole lot worse than you. Be strong. Be bold. For the Lord thy God is with thee. Let's look again. 2 Kings 5 and 20. 2 Kings 5 and 20. Talking about the word of knowledge. Reaches back into the past. And it speaks into the present. In 2 Kings, the 5th chapter, and commencing at the 20th verse. Now, let me bring you in on top of this. The man of God had already, the prophet Elisha, had uh, dealt with uh, Naaman, the Syrian, who had come to him and uh, had gotten instruction from the man of God to go and dip seven times in the Jordan. And so uh, Elisha had a uh, servant by the name of Gehazi. And... Uh, so the man of God didn't want any of Naaman's material things and would not receive them. But he had a servant there that decided that he would. So we're going to take up in the 20th verse. But Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, Behold, my master has spared Naaman this Syrian in not receiving at his hands that which he brought, but as the Lord liveth, you know, people sure try to get the Lord in on what's wrong. As the Lord liveth, I will run after him and take somewhat of him. Listen, so Gehazi followed after Naaman. And when Naaman saw him running after him, he alighted, he alighted from the chariot to meet him and said, is all well? And he said, all is well. <clears throat> My master has sent me. Say, behold, even now there are come to me from Mount Ephraim two young men of the sons of the prophets. Give them, I pray thee, a talent of silver and two changes of garments. And Naaman said, chill, be cool, be content. Take two talents. And he urged him and bound two talents of silver in two bags with two changes of garments and laid them upon two of his servants. And they bore them before him. Can you see Gehazi? having caught up with Naaman the Syrian and had lied to him, say, look, we had some folk that came that wanted to be ministered to just like you wanted to be ministered to, but, but we, need some, we need some things. We, 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 we need some, some clothes and some, some money for them. So Naaman said, all right, hey, two of my servants, get, two, get, get the talents of silver in the garments. Load it up. Give it to him. I've been delivered. Watch this. Verse 24. Is that where I am? Yes. And when he came to the tower, he took them from their hands. See, <laughs> sneaky joker. Said, it's all right, y'all can stop right here. I'll take it the rest of the way. He took them from their hand and bestowed them in the house. And he said, let the men go and they departed. And he let the men go and they departed. Verse 25. 
But when he went in and stood before his master. Now, I'm going to tell y'all something about the word of knowledge and God's anointed. God will reveal things in a conversation, in a context. And the man of God or the woman of God will be able to know what the deal is. You can't fool Mother Nature. So Gehazi had stopped these men short, had took it, bestowed it in the house, and ran and stood before the man of God who was anointed. And it's one thing about the anointing. Let me tell you something about the anointing. The anointing of God that is in every believer. God at certain times will come up on a believer and will put an anointing on him like he has put a double anointing on me. I got that Thursday. And I praise him for it. That double anointing in other words, there's an anointing that every believer has. It's on the inside. Yeah. The same anointing that you ever receive abided in you. You got it? Yeah. And then there's an anointing that will come upon you for a special task. Yeah. The man of God, the prophet Elijah, was anointed by God, and the word of knowledge operated in him. But the word, keep in mind, it could not have gotten to him except God gave it to him. So this was not uh, Elijah's wild imagination. Those of us that are desirous of spiritual gifts need to begin to put forth this effort of saying what we believe and let the Lord move through us. Now, speaking the truth in love, however, you understand. But somewhere you need to start trying your training wheels. Start at home. Okay? All right. But the point I want to make, want to bring this through here, is that you can't get over on God. See? You can't get over on God. Some people flood into a ministry like this, but after a while they are discovered. If you don't repent, you'll no longer be comfortable. And something will have to give, and it won't be the church. Okay? In verse 25. But he went in and stood before his master, and Elijah said unto him, From where comest thou, Gehazi? And he said, Thy servant went... Not here or there, just nowhere, just really no place in particular. I ain't, I ain't go nowhere, just, just hanging around outside. We ain't had nobody else coming to be ministered to, so, and I, and I had taken care of your needs. And so, we, you know, just nowhere, just hanging around. Verse 26, and he said unto them, went not mine heart with thee when the man turned from his chariot to meet thee? Is it a time to receive money and to receive garments and olive yards and vine yards? In other words, are you going to rape and low rate this ministry? Are you just here serving me for money? And vine yards and sheep and oxen and men servants and maid servants? The leprosy therefore of Naaman shall cling unto thee and unto thy seed forever. And he went out from his presence a leper as white as snow. God gave a man of God a word of knowledge. And that word came and said, My spirit went with you, Gehazi. God opened up the prophet's eyes in his spirit man. And he was able to see exactly what took place. God wants to bring that again into the body. And see, the church needs that. 
That way you wouldn't have so many people put up in these different positions that shouldn't be there. When the Spirit of God began to give a word tonight and say, uh-uh. No, you can't sing this morning. You, you, out, you were out partying last night. You got, you got liquor in your system. You sit out. My spirit, I saw you last night in the spirit. Committing fornication last night. God wants to bring it again. And I pray now that God will give all these whose hearts are right that's over these ministries those gifts. The body of Christ needs those gifts. See, people need to know that they're dealing with God. Now, let me show you how the word of knowledge operated in Jesus. Hallelujah. Very familiar passage of scripture. Go to John, the fourth chapter. You all know the woman at the well. In John 4 and 14. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come here to drink, to draw. Jesus saith unto her, Go call thy husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said I have no husband, for thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. That says thou truly. The woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Jesus had never seen this woman before. But met her at the well and reached into her past life and present life. The word of knowledge was operating in him. Say, woman, go call your husband. Say, I don't have one. He said, now you can say that again because you had five. And the one you're shacking up with right now ain't yours. Oh, God, bring it again. The revelation gifts reveal something. Word of wisdom reaches into what? Into the future. Say future. Future. Everybody stand up for a minute. Say praise the Lord. All right, you may be seated. Now somebody can hear the first word I said. Now, the last of these revelation gifts is the discerning of spirits. Now, let me say this. It ain't the discerning of demons. Okay? The discerning of spirits. To discern is to see. Okay? Now, the body of Christ needs these gifts or this particular gift also to operate in the body so that we'll be able to see. Now this gift is so powerful and penetrating until what it does is that it will penetrate the individual. 
I've had people come to me, say, oftentimes, and have accused me of looking through them. And they are right. Because when people basically stand before me, and I praise God for this, they almost become transparent. Now, not everybody. Some of them jokers slick. Not everybody. But the discerning of spirits basically, now check this out, has to do with the discerning of the human spirit to know where he or she is coming from. You see what I'm saying? And when some of us can't quite get a line on somebody, you know what we do? We pick up the phone. We call somebody that knows somebody. We say, well, look, where's what you call coming from? What's happening? They'll either say, well, man, look, stay away from that dude. You know, then you say, well, I knew it was something wrong. You know, this is how we try to, try to get it. But the discerning of spirits, now, keep in mind, God will put this in you, and you will know it. You'll know it. And you won't walk around all day talking about, I'm fixing to discern this person. I tell you what the world, I tell you what the world call it. This is what the world call it. The world say, I can read you. Yeah, that's, that's what the world says. I, I can read you. But see, in the word is discern. I can see you in the spirit. And I can know where you're coming from. Because this gift is so penetrating and powerful until a person becomes transparent. And very uncomfortable around people that walk in the anointing. Okay? Some people have said, you know, the pastor just make me nervous. I ain't doing nothing but just, you know, I'm just being me. I'm just, I ain't bothering nobody. Why should I make you nervous? Why are you nervous? That's a dead giveaway that something ain't quite right. Boy, this thing is awesome. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns in heaven. Praise the Lord. Let me show you how penetrating this gift is. In Acts the 8th chapter. Goodness. Discerning of spirits. Talking about discerning of human spirit. Now there are three realms that you can reach into. That is God's realm. Satan's realm and man's realm. But getting right down on top of it to discern spirits is to discern that human spirit, to know where that individual is coming from. And with this discerning in the church, if we be sensitive to the Holy Ghost of God, people would never get promoted and put in positions where they shouldn't be. And that's my desire right now, and that's what I'm striving, and that's what I'm believing and have believed the Lord for, to give me the gift of discernment to let it just operate so that I know what's going on around me and what I have close to me and what's in this church. Get a lot of praise off. And it won't be anything against you, honey. It'll be against that thing in you. You know, I have to deal with that thing. In Acts 8 and 20. Now, 
in, in this particular instance, we're talking about discerning the spirits, right? Um, okay, in Acts 8 and 20 through eh, 23. But Peter said unto him, Thy money, and of course you know who this is, don't you? Yeah, this was Simon the sorcerer. Now, Peter had discerning the spirits operating in him. Watch this. But Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with thee, because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter. For thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Now you say, well, Peter judged this man. Peter discerned this man's spirit and told this man what was in his heart. Because you know what? God showed it to him. Now that have happened with me, boy, some folk got quick mad. Don't be judging me, don't be judging me. But some of this stuff, I mean, you have to be blind not to see it. You know? You can almost tell how some folk dress what they're after. <laughs> it, don't, it don't take you being heavily anointed to see that. Verse 21, thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter, for thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent therefore of this thy wickedness, and pray God if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. For I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. Peter was able to discern that man's spirit. He said, you ain't right. You are not right. Your heart ain't right in the sight of God. He said, you are in the gall of bitterness. Man, you ain't no good. And all the church them got big on who got a name and all this stuff. And, and you know, you say, well, we don't do that here. Well, maybe or maybe not. But let me tell you what the body of Christ will do. They flock to big names. And they don't see themselves as being a part of the body that God want to flow through also. Every member in the body is important. Thank God for ministers. Thank God for this. But some, of, some people got more confidence in preachers than they got in Jesus. And then those that don't have no confidence in them uh, run them down so bad, you know. But don't touch the Lord's anointed now. So somewhere in that fine line, you better learn how to start walk. All of us better learn how to start walking in love. And as we walk in love, what ain't right, we have to get right or get gone. So Peter was able to discern his spirit. Let's take another step. Let's go to the fifth chapter of Acts. Commencing at verse 1. And here brother Peter is again. The Lord used him. It operated through him. But a certain man named Ananias and Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price. His wife also knowing of it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled that heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? Why are you still in the tithe? 
where's that offering? Why do you put that money in that envelope and you know that it's not all there? Why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? No word came forth. You know, some folk gonna start falling dead in church. It's coming again into the church. They'll be hauling them out of here feet first. See, because when the fear of God takes up residence, things start happening. Peter says, now, the, the land was yours. The money was yours. But you got together and you decided that you was going to hold back part of the property, part of the money, and going to play like you was given your fair share. Say, now, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? And I need to ask some of you in here today. Why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? You know you're not tithing. You know, you, you know you're not fair with God in your money. Some of y'all are wearing it. You have to be careful right here. Be very careful right here. Because God will hear what you say. And the amazing thing about a lot of this... Today's message, The Revelation Gifts, FC609, FC609 is now available on CD for only $5. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail any request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us at net. Greenwood Acres has a new website. You can go there to get ministry announcements, connect with the ministry, purchase messages and merchandise, and so much more. It can be found at gwafgbc.org. That's gwafgbc.org. We also have a new Know Your Bible video on demand page. You can access it from the website's main page. Just click on the Know Your Bible on demand link. We trust that it will be a blessing to you. Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus?
I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.